Hello and welcome to the UK Personal Finance Show with Phil Anderson, the podcast designed to give you all the financial advice you'll ever need. This is episode 46, where we're joined by another guest in a matter of moments. We'll hear more from Ginieri Adani Alade, Chief Executive Officer of Grampian Credit Union. As I say, more about that in just a second. But you're in exactly the right place to research for other financial advice as well, because in our programmes to date, We've covered mortgages, insurances, pensions, investments, help-to-buy schemes, and loads more. You name it, we've done it, pretty much. And last week, we focused on financial planning for teachers with our guest expert, Andrew Schooler. We can drill down and look at pretty much anything forensically, but if you have a general financial query, first place to look is probably our back catalogue. Search the UK Personal Finance Show with Phil Anderson on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll find us there. An enormous resource, all available for free. Find our previous shows after listening to this one and have a binge on what you need. While you're there, if you could rate and review us, for instance, you could tell us what we need to address to help you out and follow the show. And then that way, you'll get that episode when we record it next time. I'm John Mellis, and with me as always, the star of our show, it's Phil Anderson. Hi, Phil. Hi, John. How are you doing today? Good, thank you. Almost 50 shows young, Phil, so there aren't too many completely untouched topics that I, I would have thought. And yet in the last couple of weeks, you've turned up too. Last week with Andrew, financial planning for teachers. This week we're talking credit unions with another special guest. Yeah, uh, this week, delighted to, to welcome Chinieri onto the show, also known as Chi-Chi, which I'll probably find that easier to, to pronounce as we, we go. But <laughs> Chi-Chi's the, the chief executive officer of Grampian Credit Union. She's worked with Grampian Credit Union, I believe, for over 14 years in various roles, and she's been the CEO there, I think, since December 2015. She's also a board member of, is it ACE Credit Union Services, which is a a credit union trade association. So so she's really well-placed to to kind of help us find out a wee bit more about credit unions. Credit unions is something that we've touched on in a few of our, our previous shows. So I thought it'd be good to, to get Chi Chi on today and, and we'll be able to find out sort of firsthand uh, or get her firsthand knowledge uh, just to, to kind of help us. And so I, I was going to ask just first of all, Chi Chi, just for you to, to tell something about, about yourself as well, but and, and also just to explain what exactly is a, a credit union. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> Thank you. It's been was it how many years now did you say 14 years i think yeah on your link about it (laughs) yeah on your linkedin i think it said about 14 years seven months i think it said on there i i know it's been ongoing since 2006 yeah i've been with the credit union since 2006 like you said at different in different capacities as finance um, officer then finance manager and then now the ceo um, of the credit union and the roles have changed but the credit union sort of remains the same because we're there for members and for people in our Grampian community. So what's the credit union? The best way I like to explain the credit union so that everybody understands it, apart from going on the financial cooperative for members, it becomes confusing. It's like having a common pot where everybody in the community puts money into the common pot and then people that need that money 
take money from that common pot and they are charged a fee for using the money. So that's basically what the credit union is. So we're a financial cooperative, so I'm going back to the technical bit, we're a financial <laughs> cooperative, um, which means we're, we're bound together by, by some kind of code or some kind of agreement in terms of the Grampian Credit Union is for people living and working in the Grampian area. And the Grampian area, for people that don't know where that is, is in the northeast of Scotland. <laughs> and what kind of services do credit unions offer? Mainly of savings and loans. We have other credit unions that have mortgages, that offer mortgages, but mainly a large percentage of credit unions, what we offer is savings and loans. So like I said, it's a common pot. So it's encouraging people to save that little bit of money that they have to help them for the future and also having people borrow at an affordable rate instead of going to the high interest lenders so that's what we do we, we bridge that gap between the yeah. banks and and the high interest lenders am i right in saying chi chi that credit unions all tend to just be based in their own local area would that be right you, you have i mean right across the uk that there are hundreds of different credit unions but they, they all tend to just specialize more for people in their own local area is that right i guess that's the way it turns out but not really because the only thing is that a credit union needs to have a common bond which is something that holds the people the members together so we have like transport credit union it's not just a, that's not a local credit union. that becomes an industrial credit union because it's everybody in that transport um, industry that can um, join the credit union we have a credit union that caters for royal mill so in that sense, it's not just people in that locality. It's for everybody that works for Royal Mill or credit union that caters for NHS workers. It becomes a whole national credit union. So but the main thing is that there's a common bond. There's something that binds everybody in that credit union together. Yeah. What, what would you say the, the benefits are of someone becoming a member of the, the credit union? Benefits of becoming a member of the credit union, more like helping your community which is really the, the great benefit of putting things together for your community on behalf of your community and helping your community grow so it's more of and when i say community here you know we've moved away from it being a small local area it could be the community of nhs workers it could be the community of everybody living in aberdeen or everybody living in grampian or everybody living in in Manchester, so it depends. So that's a community. And it also helps people that will normally not be able to save. It also helps people that have a lot of money that they can save, also save. So we're, we're both for people that can't save normally and for people that can save. Also, you can get affordable loans from the credit union because credit union interest rates are capped by the regulator. So we have a maximum that we can't go above. We, we, we help, is, is people helping people. And we don't have board, we don't have, what are they called now? I was going to say board members, but no, not board Shareholders. members. Shareholders. Shareholders, thank you. The shareholders that take the money away. So every member is a shareholder of the credit union. And any profit that the credit union makes goes back to the members in terms of um, dividends. Do, do you find that, the, the criteria for people getting loans is a wee bit better through yourselves than it would be if they went to like their, their own bank, for example? Yes, it is definitely better. For credit unions, 
a lot of us do credit checks just like the banks that's given but we don't say the computer says no and that's it there's still the human interface with your loan application so even if the computer says no because we have that thing that binds us together and we're there to help our members there's a human being that's going to take that paperwork that loan application and still look at it as an individual person that this loan application belongs to this member and we know this member and we know that even though computer says no this person can still afford the lo this loan application so we we have that you no know, that flexibility of looking at members individually and we don't just say a blanket no even if we think the loan is not affordable we still look for a way to give something to the person it might not be the amount the person is asking for so it might just be a lower amount that's easily affordable so yes we are better in, in that sense it sounds to me sorry yeah sorry, sorry john no one you go sorry yeah it sounds to me that you know what you explaining there is a, a sort of more human angle a more face-to-face -face approach and i'm just wondering if in this environment where we're, we're seeing local bank branches closing all the time if the likes of credit unions because you're, you're talking about well the computer says no but you can make a judgment call based on your knowledge of that person it sounds like that more personal involvement might be quite appealing to someone who's losing their local bank and, and are you seeing an upsurge in, in your membership if you like Yes, we are seeing more people come to us because they can't either can't get bank accounts or because the, the branch in their area has closed. What the credit union movement is also trying to do is up our game because in terms of capacity to credit unions, we don't have as much money as the banks, but we try our best to work in the 21st century where technology is almost taking over everything. So, so what we've done, like for Grampian Credit Union, we have members that live over an hour away from our main office, but we have online facilities that they can reach us by. We have online facilities for them to apply for their loans, for them to take their savings from their accounts. We have um, our phones, we have emails, we have things that make us accessible to, to our members. Would that be right in saying, Chi-Chi, that, that the main things that you tend to do would be like savings accounts and loans? And, and what you're really doing is that the money that comes in from the savers you're lending that out to the borrowers and, and that's where the, the kind of the, the main things that you'd be doing would that be right yes yes that's the main thing the, the money that comes from the savers is given to the borrowers who need it and then they are charged a fee for using the money and at the end of the financial year once all the expenses have been taken off then we can give a dividend to the members the total yeah. membership is there a, a regulator for, for credit unions, Chichi? And, and what sort of protections are in place for people? I mean, I'm thinking of things like the, the financial services compensation scheme, for instance. Yeah, we are regulated the same way that banks are regulated. We're door regulated. So we're regulated by the PRA, um, the Prudential Regulation Authority, and the FCA, the Financial Conduct Authority. We're regulated by both of them. And we, are, we also have the financial savings compensation scheme in place. So if anybody had money with the credit union and the credit union went bust, they will still get their money. It's totally secured. You can't lose, lose your money with the credit union. With the, with, with like the savings accounts that you do, do you have like a minimum amount people can put in and a maximum amount? 
that they can put in? Yes, there's a minimum amount that people, we, we ask for Grampian Credit Union. Now I'm going to speak for Grampian Credit Union because even though there are so many credit unions and we are regulated by the same people, there's still a little bit of differences in uh, the way that we, we work. Um, for Grampian Credit Union, we ask that the minimum payment is three pounds a week, which is really affordable. So we think, but at the same time, if somebody came to us and said, I can only afford to save one pound a week, we wouldn't turn the person back. You know, we'll still take the one pound because the main thing is to, uh, um, the main thing is to encourage savings. So it doesn't matter if it's one pound a week, but we encourage three pounds a week. In terms of maximum savings, because of the way we're highly regulated, where there's a cap on how much we can take, which is based on our capital ratio. So we can't take, for Grampian Credit Union, we can't take, like today, we can't take over 50,000 pounds. If we have to, then we need to take special permission from the regulators. I noticed on your website, the loans that you do tend to go from about 200 pounds up to 15,000. And I'm guessing the sort of target market you've got would maybe be the sort of person that would look at like payday loans, would that be right? And I mean, I'm assuming the rates would be much, much better through yourselves than somebody taking out like a payday loan or a cash advance on a, a credit card. Would that be kind of right in saying that, Chichi? Um, sort of right, but we the target we have is everybody, people that work. We have people that earn £4,000 a month and they are still members of the credit union. Yeah. And we have people that are on benefit who are still members of the credit union. In terms of payday loans are also not... Um, not particular to the level of earning because somebody might earn so much money, but they are so much in debt that all they can afford to get is payday loan. And somebody might be on benefit, but their credit report is so good that they can get something different from payday loan. So our target is for everybody in the community. Anybody that, that needs a loan should contact us first, basically, yeah. because there's that human interface and also the fact that you're helping people in your community. For, with the loans as well, do you allow people, can I use the money for um, not any purpose, but like almost any legal sort of purpose, would that be right? Yeah, it's legal purpose, yes. <laughs> I've seen, I mean, I, I know what it's like. I, I've seen people try to borrow money. To, like some, some people will borrow money to pay off debts, but you, you get some people, I know the banks tend to be funny. If people are borrowing it for, say, business purposes, they don't tend to like that if they're they're doing it on a their a personal level, but I, I just thought I'd ask like the, the, some of the reasons people would take out loans. Would would you help them with the things like car loans that that type of thing as well? Yeah, car loans, home improvements, garden, um, further education, bicycle loan. If it's a bicycle that you want, if you want to buy a yeah. boat and it's 15,000 pounds, that's fine. We can help you. We can help you with that. <laughs> you, you mentioned as well, the interest rates on the loans are capped as well, which would be a good thing for your, your members and customers. Yes. In terms of regulation, we can't um, charge more than 42.6% APR. That's the maximum we can charge on any of our loans. Where can someone find details uh, for the for their local credit union, Chichi? For the local credit union, there's a website that says find your credit union. The website is called Find Your Credit Union. Just go um, Google the website, put in your postcode, and it will show up your local credit union. And for Gramping Credit Union specifically, where, where do people find you? I, I know Phil touched on this as well, but just to recap, the, the sort of criteria that you need uh, to become a member, if you could give us that as well, that would be handy. 
so for Grampian Credit Union, you need to be living or working in the Grampian area. And the Grampian area is situated in the northeast of Scotland. So within the Grampian area, we have Maury Council, we have Aberdeen City Council and Aberdeen Shire Council. So that's within the Grampian area. And also we have a website, so you can just Google Grampian Credit Union. We have a LinkedIn account, so you can also find us on LinkedIn. You can also find us on Twitter. Do you do like accounts for children as well? And and the other thing, we, we did a show just a few weeks back about Christmas savings. Is that the sort of thing that you help people with as well, Chi-Chi? Yes, we help people with Christmas savings. We encourage people to start saving from January for Christmas. We also still find out that maybe on the 20th of December, some people ask for Christmas loans, thinking like, yeah. you know, you think, oh, Christmas is the same time every year. You should have remembered it was 25th. But <laughs> but we do encourage Christmas loans. And also, yes, we do children's accounts. Do you know what this reminds me of, Phil? Speaking of Christmas. Yeah. Do you know the film It's a Wonderful Life? No. <laughs> oh, you might. I tell you what, Sorry. Phil. Let, let's let, let's not even bother going down there. It, it, it's a wonderful life. You've got to look at the, this one this Christmas. It's one of the probably the Christmas film. It's an old black and white thing made okay. by Frank Capra. Came out in nineteen okay, and it all centres around uh, a savings and loan. Sounds very similar to a credit union. Go and look it out. It's a, it's a weepy. It's a schmaltzy yeah. film. That's what they would call it, Phil. <laughs> Have you seen it, Chichi? I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting my time. I find the only two people in the world that have never seen it in their whole life. Uh, Now, each week, so far as we've covered various topics, Phil's uh, given us a look back over his own life story and how it's been affected by the subjects we've been discussing. Phil, today, uh, what have you got in credit unions? Do you know what? I've worked in financial services for over 20 years and I've had very little dealings with, with credit unions. I don't know, maybe Chi-Chi would have any examples of like people you've helped. I've met a couple of people from credit unions at various networking events, but it's something I've always been aware of and had a good idea myself how it worked. And, and I was keen to get someone or get you on the show mm. today to, to kind of just so everybody can find out more about what they do and, and some of the benefits. But is, is there any examples, Chi-Chi, of, of some people that you've helped that, that you could give us? I know you can't be specific with, with like names and you've got to watch for sort of protection, but any just sort of generic examples you could give us? Yeah. Yes, yes, I can. Well, to start with, I'll say Grampian Credit Union has been in operation for about 28 years. So lots of credit unions have been around for a long time. I know some people don't know about credit unions much, especially in the UK, but in other countries, they're quite big, like Ireland, America and Australia. They're quite, they're quite big in, in those countries. And so far in the last 28 years, we have helped over 10,000 people in the Grampian area get some kind of loans or savings or you know, buy something. Um, recently, we gave somebody a loan to fix a boat. <laughs> <laughs> So, so and he came back, sent us the picture of the boat. He was so happy. Thank you for my boat. It's looking so good. <laughs> <Brilliant>. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering, Chichi, sorry, just to, to, to cut across you there, but I, I was just wondering, I mean, obviously you, you're as financially qualified as Phil or the next person that works in financial services. Why for you specifically a credit union? What's important about that to you? I think it's the sense of community, isn't it? 
is the sense of community, is the fact that you have faces to the people that you're helping. They're not just numbers. You know, they are faces, they are families, they are human beings. You get the reviews from them or the stories from them. You're happy to help them. They come back to you. We have members who have never saved in their lives and then they start saving and they call up and you tell them how much they have in their account. It's like you, Christmas has come early for them. <laughs> you know, it's just that making a difference in somebody's life every day there's something new there's somebody new to help there's somebody that can't get a loan or somebody that can't get a bank account somewhere and we're able to help the person um, apart from our main accounts we also work with a company and they have a de debit cards signpost people to that company and they get accounts that have debit cards so there are lots of things for us is that helping people you know being in a position to actually help people that when they need that help. Yeah, must admit, I, that's one of the reasons I love working in financial services because I love helping people. And, and that, that's the whole reason for doing the podcast as well, just to try and share some of the knowledge that, that we've got to try and help people. And I, I loved it when you said about the boat because we, we often, on the show, we often speak about things like, say, loans, savings. Yeah. But what we didn't really speak about is what these things do for. for people and that that's the main thing so yeah you can take out a loan but that maybe like for that person fixing their boat or, or you're maybe saving for a certain thing whether it be a holiday or christmas or, or whatever it is so at, at the end of the day that's the like the pro we, we often talk about the products but often it's the this end benefit that people are really kind of excited and interested about. Yes, we recently we also gave somebody a loan for her daughter was going to university and she needed to pay the tuition fee, which was also a good thing. We were furthering somebody's education, we're helping them to become the best of themselves later in the future. So things like that. Yeah, fantastic. This has been one of my favorite shows, actually. Phil, you know, we, we've probably spoken and, and helped people out of some situations in the past just by the financial advice that you've uh, given. You've stopped people from sinking, but Chichi's actually stopped a man from sinking by patching <laughs> up his boat. Phil, we always do this bit as well. You, you find inspiration, I know, through various people that you admire, and you do love a quote. Have you got one that fits our subject matter for this episode on credit I, unions? I, I was hunting around for any kind of quote that I could see to do with, with credit unions. And, you know, like probably after listening to Chi-Chi, I would say this is maybe not just quite relevant. I'll read out the quote first of all, but it says, before the arrival of the credit union, people who were from poor background or working class background couldn't borrow from the banks and that's from a chap called John Hume but I, I don't know maybe that was one of the things I just assumed was that credit unions tended to be for people that maybe struggled to get accounts with banks or couldn't but but I, I, that's almost like yeah, a myth but that's incorrect so I, I've learned something myself from this show as well and yeah. wait, one question I had as well Chi Chi I'm right to say you don't do mortgages at all is that right? No, Grampian Credit Union does not do mortgages. Yeah. Yes. Do, do some credit unions do mortgages? Would that be something yes. that might be okay? Yes, I and sure. it's something we're thinking about for the future. Yeah, okay. No, that's Watch. brilliant. Watch this space. Now, uh, Phil is, is really keen on trying to help you with your financial queries. If you want to email a question to us, please do. As always, we can ask him anonymously if you wish. Let's get on to this week's contact details for the show in just a moment. I'll give it to you after these. Here's our first question, Phil. I heard there was the possibility of 100% mortgages coming onto the market. Even if they are available, is this something I should readily apply for 
or am I better saving for a deposit and waiting longer? I would say at the moment, the maximum tends to be 95%. But if you're looking for more a, a kind of standard mortgage, that tends to be the, the maximum just now. For, for people in England and Wales, they do have quite a number of lenders that will do or consider a 100% mortgage, but it, it's called a family assist mortgage. And what happens there, Bar in, in Scotland, Barclays do them. So there, there is one lender or a couple of lenders that will do them or consider them in Scotland. But what happens is that, with, with, for example, the Barclays Springboard Mortgage, they'll lend you 100%, but they expect a family member or a friend to deposit 10% in a savings account with the bank. And that acts as a security for the mortgage. So in theory, it kind of, it is classed as a 100% mortgage, but you still need somebody to put money in. <laughs> that, yeah. It sounds like it's actually 90. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. I know. It, it kind of is. It's a bit of a, yeah, gazump, but it's not something that's all that popular. Um, you, you, for a wee while, Santander were doing, they, they would allow you to take out a 95% mortgage and they were happy for you to take out like a loan with another company. But you'll tend to find... If you're taking out a bank loan, companies won't really like it if you're using that as a deposit on a house. That that mm. tends to be a bit of a no. So I, I would really say at the minute, 95% mortgages, but who knows, watch this space. All we can do is just keep an eye on things and see if, if criteria changes and if lenders will get back to that. And if they if if they do um, come onto the market, Phil, because I mean we we've spoken before in the crazy days, there were people offering like one hundred and five and hundred and ten, whatever it was. If they do come onto the market, uh, uh, just to nail this down for for our listener here, are they better to 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 go for a hundred percent mortgage if it's out there and it's available to them? Should they save? For for, for some people, they'd be saying, right, I just want to go into the property market. Great. And then they would be hoping that if the value goes up, they've got a bit of equity in there. The negative would be if you bought a property, took out, borrowed, let's say you were able to borrow 100%, if the values did go down a bit, you're kind of a bit stuck at that yeah. point. So you've got to be wary of that. So there's pros and cons to it. But at the moment, 95% generally tends to be the most that's available just for the time being. Okay. Next is Kenny in Largs who says, I've got three different pensions because of working for different employers over the years. Should I leave them all where they are or is there any benefit or loss in moving them about and having them all in one place? Where were you a couple of weeks back, Kenny? I know. I think we've had similar questions to this one before. And what I would say is it depends on a, a number of factors. And my, my often my answers to this sort of question is go and speak to a financial advisor. But if you went to a financial advisor, what they would do is they would look at things like the cost. So they would say, right, how much is that company charging you for having your money with them? Um, a financial advisor would also look at the fund performance and say, right, where's your money invested? How is that performing? They, they would also look and say, right, what's your, maybe your attitude to risk and does that match where your money's invested. And then one of the other things that they would look at would be to see if your existing pensions have any valuable guarantees included. So it's very hard to just say, yep, yeah, that would be a good idea. Or, no, it wouldn't. It really is tailored to depending on what you've got at the minute and having a real good drill down into that. We did uh, actually go into this in, in, in a bit of depth in a previous episode as well, Phil. So there's maybe some, some additional advice 
uh, in our back catalogue. Would you say, yeah. too, before you get in touch with the question, you might want to take a look around there, too, because we've covered a, a fair few topics so far, and we may have touched on what you're interested in. I'm John Ellis. Thank you for joining us today for the UK Personal Finance Show with Phil Anderson. And thank you to Chi-Chi for being our guest. Now, if you feel you need a helping hand with anything we've been talking about or anything else of a monetary matter, find Phil for finance. Search Phil Anderson Financial Services online or on the Facebook page for the show. Search Personal Finance with Phil Anderson. That's Personal Finance with Phil Anderson on Facebook. Phil's on Twitter and LinkedIn as well. Or why not email Phil a question he can answer on a future show? His address is phil at philandersonfinancial.co.uk. That's phil at philandersonfinancial.co.uk. Send him your question and Phil could be answering it in an upcoming podcast. And please be assured we won't use your real name if that is what you prefer. Remember, if you found this useful, please rate and recommend us. And please follow us on Apple or wherever you get your podcast. Then you'll get us every week with the info you want when you need it. You'll get all the links you need on Phil's social media. Good luck with your money. Phil's doing his best to help make that cash go further. We'll see you next time. And thanks for listening. Thanks very much. Thanks for, for coming on, Chi Chi. I've really enjoyed it. It's been, been excellent having you on the show. Thanks for having me. 